What if someone you lost who had died returned? This episode of AfterBuzz TV is brought to you by the powerful and riveting new drama, Resurrection. You won't be able to stop watching or talking about it. Resurrection premiering on Sunday night, March 9th at 9, 8 central, only on ABC. You're not going to want to miss it. Mr. Langston, did your son go missing, sir? I haven't. He's okay. My son died 32 years ago. What if someone you lost returned? Daddy! Honey, who is it? The television series event begins. You're not the only one. There's others. Resurrection. Series premieres Sunday, March 9th on ABC. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web. And your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Under the Gun After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Under the Gun After Show. <laughs> We're having a party in here. Welcome back, Undergun fans. <laughs> We're doing into it. I know. We're doing another recap of Under the Gun, and this is season one, episode eight, Unconventional Party. We're having a party of our own tonight in here. Oh, yeah. I'm it's your host, Emma Kay, and I have two amazing co-hosts with me. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Amanda Fields, and next to me is the multi-talented, beautiful... Allison McAtee. Yes. Yay! Allison McAtee <laughs> up in the studio with us talking about Under the Gun. And, and I have two of the beautiful models in here with me today that we're going to get down and dirty into the sand and talk about all this unconventional. <laughs> <laughs> unconventional beach party challenge. Exactly. All these crazy materials. I mean, they really did some wild and wacky stuff. What, what did you guys party. think about the beach setting? I, I, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, my God, it's going to be super tacky and awful. And I was really impressed with with the way that people turned these materials into amazing, gorgeous, beautiful things. I was like, really, Tim? Really, Tim? Beach balls. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, it's, it's uh, like, I know they're trying to final. tie in. You know, they're in Los Angeles at Fidham in California. So they're trying to tie in the location and, like, what L.A. is all about. Which is cute, but I mean, a lot of it I was like, oh, this is going to be tacky and fabulous. I loved his sandals. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Flip-flops. I know, flip-flops. But before we get into that, um, we want to go, you know, and talk about a great TV show, which I think you guys will all love. Obviously, you heard Maria mention it at the top of this show, so we just want to give you a little bit more info about it. Oh, yeah, you know, imagine if someone you knew that had died, whether a grandmother, father, mother, whoever, all of a sudden just returned. Doesn't that sound interesting? Yes, and I can only imagine if my grandma showed up at my doorstep. It would be uh, definitely interesting. A lot of questions (laughs) that would come with it. (laughs) And it would probably scare the crap out of me. But that's exactly what's happening in a small town called Arcadia, Missouri, on ABC's new drama called Resurrection. Residents of the town who have passed away are coming back. 
And it actually starts with eight-year-old Jacob. Uh, he reunites with his parents, and they're totally confused, and so would anyone else. Uh, you know, when their son shows up, thirty. You know, after he's been dead for thirty-two years. That is, I can't believe it. I mean, it seems crazy, but it's a fun premise to a show, and of course, the mystery gets deeper as more and more people begin returning. I mean, what's going on? I don't know, but just the preview alone is so powerful, and um, you know, it's having, it's ask, making me have you know doubts, but also having me ask questions. And uh, are they really the same people? Where you know did they come from? Do they fit back into this world? Just a lot of questions. Well, okay, you know what though? This is the kind of show that will lend itself to water cooler talk. It reminds me of like Under the Dome, which yeah. I love. Which of course. This is what AfterBuzz TV is all about. Everyone's going to have their conspiracy theory. But unlike any other show, it's not about zombies or aliens. It's about real life, you know, and uh, it, it happens. And the impossible is to guess where the story will go. Well, when does this exciting, dramatic show come out? So it airs Sunday, March 9th on ABC at 9, 8 central. And once again, that's ABC's Resurrection premiering this Sunday, March 9th at 9, 8 central. You know what? I know where I'm going to be. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> and you, After Buzzers, should check it out. Uh, come back. Now back to tonight's episode. Oh, yeah. So this episode was really fun. I thought the designers, like we were saying, they really took it to another level at first, though, it looked like they were having a lot of problems with the materials. So explain to us a little bit more, Emma. What did they have before, to do with these beach materials? Well, before we get into that, I want to recap last week's episode for those of you that may may have missed it. But Nicholas was eliminated in last week's episode. So just to go through the, the teams, we have, uh, for Anya's team, we have Shan and Blake. For Mondo, we have Asha, Sam, and Michelle. And with Nick, we have Natalia, Oscar, and Stephanie. So yes. we still have a pretty good uh, team of designers still standing. It's sad to see Anya down to two. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if maybe from the beginning when she was rushing to choose her designers and didn't really get to see everyone before she made her choice hurt her. But, you know, I still have faith in her that her designers are still going to make it and she's going to, you know, come out on the top. So, I mean, we'll see. So for this week's challenge, we have a California beach-inspired look. And uh, the designers have to use all the materials around them. It's obviously unconventional look, as we mentioned from the top. So we should say what these materials are. They're like beach mats, beach umbrellas, beach balls. Anything you would take to the beach with you. Inflatable. There was a coconut. (laughs) Coconut. Pineapple. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like it was more of a Hawaiian theme going on. Grass skirts, yes. lays. Mm-hmm. The the designers have ten minutes to choose their items, and you just see them running around. <laughs> They're chasing each other. They're like breaking down stuff. And uh, then Oscar breaks something else. His pants. I, right, that was kind of amazing. <laughs> the the close up of the uh, a pants. little too much information he shared with yeah. everyone. I was um, like, I don't want to see all of that, Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> But some of the items that you were choosing, I'm just like, what are you going to do with that? Like, how can you even put that into an outfit? But, you know, at the end of the the challenge, we see some people using materials that I would have never even thought. So Mm -hmm. I think overall they, you know, they did an amazing job. 
But at the end of the day, it's down to timing and uh, execution that, you know, sets yeah. and a also, good and great designer apart. And it seemed also like the this was about really fitting into what they wanted for the challenge because there were some great looks that maybe weren't exactly California beachy enough that therefore they wouldn't, you know, they weren't the winners or... Can we talk about that yet? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 completely. <laughs> I'm um, like, I don't know if I'm... No, but I think a lot of the designers, you know, they went with a comfortable look. Yeah. You know, versus some of them, uh, you know, like Oscar... He has more of a high-end couture look to himself, so he's not going to design something that's just you would wear, you know, like with shorts or, you know, just a bikini top to the beach. He's going to go all out Mm -hmm. with his design. So, you know, even though his design itself wasn't like the beach California girl type of look, but I understand where he was coming from. His was my favorite still. Yes. I think it was absolutely Beautiful, beautiful, and we were talking before. We're both Oscar fans. Yeah, I'm huge all, Oscar I, fan. I'm Oscar I adore fan. him. Don't worry. Okay. I feel I'm like just, it's like that's like a Saint John look. It's exactly. like a it's a and, suit know, that you would buy or a dress. You know, it's just well, we so talked beautiful. about it. it's something you know you would find out Saks Fifth Avenue, which yeah. all of his designs have been. But I think a lot of the designers take what the the challenge is to like very literally. Yeah. You know, so it's a beach challenge. They would design something that's literally like for a beach, like a bikini. But you have to go outside of the box and really be more creative in what you design, and uh, it has to stand out. You, it can't be, like, to the T where you spell out what the challenge is. Right. So what did you guys notice? What stood out to you when they all got to the workroom and started putting their looks together on the mannequins? Well, here's what one of the main issues that I had was with Natalia. You know, I love her. She's an amazing designer. She's been, you know, in the studio with us and showed us some of her pieces and mm-hmm. she's really great. But if she knows that she's not really good in timing and constructing a, you know, a, an item, a dress or another garment, then she needs to u- really use her time. And I feel like a lot of them are just they have to focus on themselves a little bit more where their strengths are, where their weaknesses are. She's great at knitting, yeah, but you can't knit a whole dress. That, and that's, like, her only thing, too. I feel like I would love to see her do something different. Like, instead of... And I get it. You Everyone has their... And it's like you're saying Oscar does couture, and so he goes to that. But, but she... That's her specific thing. I would... And it was beautiful. I really mm-hmm. actually loved her dress. But there... It added... I felt like it added weight to the hips just by the way that it was kind of positioned. Um, although it is beachy and would be something right. I would I totally wear to a beach party. I so didn't really dock anyone down for uh, the fit just because of the materials they were using. Yeah, that's true. So I'm going to give them a little bit of credit for, for having to, you know, work with materials that obviously it's not fit to wear. So, so but at the same time, mm-hmm. it's like, well, choose materials that you're going to be able to use and combine in uh, making or creating your look. Not just, she only had, what, two Two items, two... Two uh, different materials, materials that she was using. Raffia yeah. and... Well, oh, she... When she it's started... had Raffia and Umbrella. The, yeah. yeah. She had the... The Umbrella underneath, and right? So when I, oh, yeah, sorry. When I first saw the dress form and I saw what she was trying to do, I was like, Natalia, you've bitten off more than you can chew yet again. And the knitting technique is beautiful, but when you're knitting something that's not as malleable, it's not as easy to work with, it's the straw skirt, grass skirt. Mm-hmm. She even said, I have like splinters in my fingers already, and it's just going to take a while because it's not so easy to manipulate. 
But I don't think we should underestimate Natalia. I think oh, no, she I think she's make a big comeback next yeah, week. Yeah, definitely. I think she's a great designer, as I said. But managing her time, mm-hmm. you know, is as important as designing a great garment. Right. Yes. So, uh, but aside from that, were you guys concerned about anyone else um, when they went to the workroom before... Uh, the judges came in? Well, yeah, I actually, when Sam was making the jacket and it wasn't going to work, I was like, oh, you start something. And then when he ripped it, you know, like, he, that's it. He's done. Uh-huh. There was no going back to that. I kind of, I mean, I believe in him and he's been strong, but um, I definitely had like, oh, you just ripped that. Like, yeah. what if you want to go back? Yeah. You can't now. Oh, you know? I had that feeling too, but I think Mondo was right when he said that he feels like Sam is getting a little lazy. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what it looked like. Uh, Sam probably has something else to say about that. <laughs> but uh, he managed to create something really beautiful, and we'll Gorgeous. get to that later with what happens. But the person that I was really worried about, actually, was Stephanie, because she started making this glued, ironed lay thing with the little plastic flowers all over the fabric. Yeah. And I was surprised that Nick came in and said that it was going in the right direction. I thought he would have said, oh, no, honey, that is tacky. That is cheap. <laughs> well, you got to call cheap. up Nick and tell him, buddy, what happened? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, maybe when he saw it, it is at a different stage, and he thought it was going to go somewhere that it didn't go. That's my thinking. I was concerned uh, for Michelle, and I was also concerned for Stephanie I was. Why were you concerned for Michelle? The color and the. And well, the- I'm talking about in the beginning. <laughs> okay. Not not at the end. Okay. In the beginning, when they were uh, constructing, you know, their garments, when the judges, uh, not the judges, when the mentors walked in, mm-hmm. it wasn't completed, and it. I don't know. It was just I didn't know where she was going with it. Yeah. So it just looked like you know she was trying to do an overlay of the two plastics, the pink and the blue. Yeah. And I just didn't know. Like I didn't have an image of where it was going to go and what she was doing with it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, she was, I was concerned for her. Well, who did you look at in the workroom and think, wow, okay, they're doing really well? Who were you impressed by? Just from when they were starting to work on it. Um, uh, You know, I think that even out of seeing pieces of um, Asha's, I I liked what she was doing and how she had put the palm underneath to kind of create a texture and create a pattern and a design. Mm-hmm. I liked that. And I thought that was interesting to see have where to, she was going with yeah, that. Yeah, I have to agree with you. I think in the beginning, her design was one of my favorite until I slid on the carpet. But yeah. we'll see. Yeah. You know, we'll talk about that afterwards. What was yours, Amanda? Well, I liked what Shan was doing. I couldn't. Mm-hmm. They didn't focus on him that much, mm-hmm. but... I liked that he st- where he started going with the blue and the yellow together. He was using like a blue fabric oh, yeah. with like yellow flowers on top. And I don't know. I just I was like, okay, I feel good good about that one. Um, but yeah, if you let's see, I know I had something uh, else. But- oh, you know, you know what else I wrote down? I noticed that Blake started talking about his creation and and. I don't know who said it, but someone said it looked like a shipwreck. Did he say that about himself? Um, I think he... No, no, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know who said it, but yeah, someone was saying it looked like a shipwreck. I, I think he mentioned it. Yeah, I think okay. he mentioned it, yeah. He said it looked like a shipwreck. Um, so let's go down the, the list and just talk about 
uh, a little bit of the designs. Um, as and they were coming down the runway? As they were coming down the runway. You got it. So I'll mention the, the materials that they used first, and then we'll talk about the outfit. Ooh, I'm glad you kept track of all the materials. It was because a lot. there were, yeah. Tons, yeah. So a lot. Let's, t- let's start with Natalia. Uh, Natalia used uh, Ruffia and um, material, and also she used an umbrella. And she had knitting on, it was a short dress. Uh, it was baby blue, ocean blue, um, v-neck halter. I liked how she combined the col- the colors in the center. It was deep blue. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the sides was more of like an aqua blue, you know, ocean blue type of blue. So the the construction wasn't great. But I, I did like the feel of it. It felt like a mermaid, you know, modern mermaid dress, which was perfect for the beach. But yeah. honestly, when her model came out with her hair and those beachy waves. It was beautiful. I just, I loved it. I was like, she's going to maybe she, win. Yeah, I did too. I absolutely felt like, and I liked the, the sides. She had almost, I don't know if that was where the palms were. Mm-hmm. She didn't knit them together. She kind They're of overlapping. overlapping in this awesome design that, that did add weight to the, that was how I think it, it added weight to the hip a bit. But, but I, I think that's the be... material, you know, because it was thick in its texture that probably added kind of a poof there. But I liked the concept a lot, and I mm-hmm. thought it was beautiful as a design. Yeah. Well, I thought it was the most California. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Southern California of all of the looks. And I, I actually thought she was going with a long dress to begin with mm-hmm. um, when I saw the tail. But I was impressed, you know, and I was glad to see that she did the short dress. I think short was great. Well, she too. ran out of time to do the long dress. <laughs> She's true. like, chop it off. She's like, and we're done there. <laughs> but at least it wasn't as short as that first dress she made in the very beginning. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, that was, that was a that, little that, cheap I think looking. that was a challenge on its own. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So then the next dress we see is uh, Asha. Oscar. Oh, no. Okay, it's Asha, and, sorry. And um, Asha... I'm sorry. I don't know if I'm going in the right order. But it's okay. I'm That's okay. Go yeah. down you can my jump list. around. <laughs> go for it. So Asha uh, is using a straw uh, material with woven linen uh, liners and palm leaves. Her dress is uh, it's a two-piece. She was going originally for the sexy, sporty look. And uh, so she had big flowers on the side of the, well, around the dress. At the bottom. Kind the bottom. Of, yeah. uh, it was a two-piece with an underlay of textile. With a really weird Fit. cut. Strange cut below the bust line. Like, not like so flattering. like an upside down U. Not so flattering. And it just did not look good. I mean, I don't know if any woman really wants to go to the beach and show that specific area. <laughs> it's like it's like if you wear high-waisted pants and, like, a tube top, basically. I don't think the mo- model was pretty very happy about that so you could tell by the way she was standing which made the dress because it felt like a more of like a board so stiff Stiff. i mean there's not there wasn't any uh but movement movement but Mm -hmm. there were other pieces like oscars was stiff and yet it was flattering so well once again you know good and great designer (laughs) you could definitely tell them apart i liked the piping detail that she had i thought that was really beautiful though and that was a good accent yeah and and really kind of 
finished it in a very nice I way. I think it would have been better if she didn't go with those big flowers. Yeah. It just kind of threw me off. Me too. On the mannequin, when I saw it in the showroom, I was impressed when, yeah. you know, the camera kind of Pulled like back. panned around, panned around yeah. to, to see the different designs. Well, there I you was go. like, whoa. It's better on the mannequin or the form than on the actual body. Yeah. Because you start moving around in it and it's... It felt like it felt like it reminded me of like feathers, which is terrible to put on any grown adult's, you know, clothing. But it kind of felt like there were feathers at the bottom, which is just unless it's like some kind of Mardi Gras party. I don't think that that's okay. Feather right now. I am my feathers. If it was not, it's not. (laughs) If it was a pleated skirt and it had flow to it, and she put the. The sunflowers on it. Sunflowers. It was, I'm going to call them oh, sunflowers. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know what, what they were, but it was some form of flower. Um, I would have been okay with it because it would have been flirty, fun, but it just, I don't know. I don't like the uh, straight look, A look and but like I, having flowers that makes, you know, your, it's, it's not flattering on the body. I mm. like that she took a risk with this, though. I think she really stepped outside of her comfort zone with this challenge and tried to use the textiles to create a print. And uh, I don't know if you call it textiles, but the different materials, <laughs> yeah, the different materials to create this kind of a print effect. And she really tried to make it look more like actual fabric. So that I think that was a success yeah, as far as I that agree. goes. I agree. She did come out of her comfort zone and did something different by, you know, Mondo suggesting that she should try it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it is impressive for her to get the look right. I just don't like the bottom piece of I, it. I see her. I could see her stuff and her, her kind of feeling selling it like like a baby or some kind of, like there's an urban edge to mm-hmm. a lot of her design. Sassiness. Yeah, there is. There's yeah, like there a, is. you know, there's kind of an urban but, but accessible but modern yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah okay okay urban let's go on. modern <laughs> let's go That's on to store. the next okay. designer which is michelle michelle used a translucent plastic chair yeah and I she loved, loved it yeah she I loved, loved it. it you like the fit was good I the, the skirt was fit and beautifully so, but so yeah. what was it? Co- Sorry, it was a two-piece. Uh, it was a pencil skirt with, with a the pool pockets. toys material. I'm sorry. What was it, it like pool toys? Like like vinyl, vinyl, like beach balls. balls? It was translucent plastic. Okay, it so was it, the uh, a chair, like the blow up the chairs that they have. Oh yeah, so <laughs> the chairs that they have yes, <laughs> at the beach. <laughs> you yeah. take the. Plastic chairs to the beach. So she had uh, <laughs> yeah, okay, blue and pink uh, combination um, with pockets on the side. I love the fit of the skirt. Yeah, beautiful. And unlike Asha's, the top was perfect on the model. Even and though that model was sexy, she was. Yeah, she good. So mm-hmm. I have to say that I don't agree with the judges because they gave her. Uh, they were harsh on her. It did not look slutty to me. It didn't no, look I, anything. This is supposed to be for a beach environment. In a so I don't know that it was slutty. It, Yeah, but it didn't work for me. It, it okay. felt like the, I think it's the Svetka vodka robot girl. <laughs> it felt super, it was well. Svetka it, beach party. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it was, you know, it was well constructed, but it felt futuristic and just not at all in the world of but, beach, I guess. Um it, if it was a California, like, like I think she said something about dropping E, like if they were at a rave, 
right? <laughs> that is California. Then, I mean, maybe that would be well suited, but it just—it's a Coachella you'd be dress. Sweating. Exactly. You, you'd be sweating. I mean, like they crazy. have Monster Massive oh, and everything over here. Oh, you know, oh my god! I, I definitely see someone wearing it. I don't think it would be far off for anyone in California to be wearing anything like that. You know, we see every sort That's of true. design. It, it depends is. on the type of event that it is, but. Yeah. Again, it was unconventional look, and she was, you know, she had great construction of the dress. They mm-hmm. were harsh on her, too, you know, yeah. say you didn't choose any other material. There was plenty of other uh, props to choose from, and you only went with this. It's kind of not fair, because at the end of the day, even if they chose one object and constructed, which, you know, Oscar did, constructed right. a dress from it, then why didn't you tell him you should have chosen something else? Mm-hmm. Because he only stuck with one prop. Well, I even mentioned, I've noticed that a lot of the times, all the judges have been women, which I'm excited. Yeah. I'm jumping ahead of myself, but I'm excited for next week that Macklemore is going to be a guest judge. Because yes. we need... A man's opinion, because I think a lot of the time, even though these women are designers and stylists and they're trying to be objective, a lot of the times there's that part of you that is picking something that you would wear. Exactly. Regardless of how much experience in the fashion world you have. So I think it's going to be nice to have a man on the panel so then it makes it more objective. I really want to see more judges coming on to the show, you know, different um, guest, ju- judges. guest judges mm-hmm. rotating because when you have the same judges over and over again and for, uh, you know, someone like Georgina who kind of uh, would take precedent with- over someone else's opinion, it's not fair. I just have to say it's mm-hmm. not fair. She's going to go with what the production wants the person to be in or out more so than what she, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Instead of her strong opinion about, I mean, this is all speculation of course. She's, I think she's a great designer. No, she's a great so designer. So she deserves to but, be there and she yeah. deserves to be a judge on any, like on her own merit. But I feel like because she's married to Harvey Weinstein and they produce the show that she kind of is more leaning towards, okay, this is how we want the story to go. Well, that's in, that's the difference between like how real is are some of the reality shows and how much is there like a script involved mm-hmm. in some of it? Well, That's, most yeah. reality shows have a story producer, which they really are the writer, but they can't mm-hmm. call it that. Right. Well, I mean, it, at the end of the day, it needs to be entertaining. If it's not, you know, no they're not going to have yeah, the numbers absolutely. to come back for a second season. Yeah. So they need to uh, spike up some drama or create, um, you know, uh, give the audience someone to relate to. Mm-hmm. And so someone to root for. Yes. But I mean, with all that being said, I do feel like I do feel like they're making good decisions and strong choices and I I love hearing what Rachel Ray has to say, but my favorite so far has been Jen Raid. Yes. <laughs> I mean, she really says what she's thinking. She has been on a panel a lot of the time talking about what's on the red carpet on a lot of entertainment shows and she's a celebrity stylist. So, you know, Miss Allison McAtee over here is probably going to get dressed by her pretty soon. That would Just be I, that would be kind of amazing. Yeah. I would absolutely like that. Yeah. I, there's, I mean, my gosh, I would like Oscar to dress me. For- oh uh, yeah, <laughs> right. I like, when you get his too. number, yeah. let us know. Oscar, we're coming for you. You know what? I would. We would both we're love. Just, we would love to, to yeah. wear your dresses. Mm-hmm. Just so you know. Okay. okay. So to move on, the next designer we have is Sam. Sam used a bamboo mat. Uh, he also used a beach chair. Vol and a volleyball net. Can we all go around and say where we thought, the, our first thought of where his clothes would be? I'm just going to start. 
his model walked out and posed, and I was like, guest designer for Target. Yeah, absolutely. Right away. And what did you th- say? I, I, I said Gap. Gap. Like it was a... What did I say? You I said Express. Oh, yes. Yeah. I said Express. Yeah. So we all instantly could see this in a store right now. Yes. <laughs> I'm yes. like, uh, yes. Oh, but yeah. Because it felt beach blanket bingo, too. Like, it was a, there was a retro flair. Oh, my God. That's what I wrote down. <laughs> there, yeah. That movie, Beach Blanket Bingo, yeah, like 1950s, the, very, like, Elvis. Gidget, kind of. And, and the pineapple Margaret. I adore. Oh, my God. It was. Okay, sorry. So you, cute. You could so see his, um, his age really coming out in his design, mm-hmm. which was great, and it played to his, uh, you know, to his benefit. And also... His wait, wait, what do you mean his age? Com- because he's so young. Yeah, he, it, was it was lively. Fun. It was fun. It was fun. You yeah. know, it wasn't so reserved. Uh, you know, more of the sophisticated look. He really, you know, knows his his peers and who to design for. And it was just he knows fun his and flirty. Customer, his girl. I, I think that this, the judges also pointed out about that skirt, though, is that that's wearable by kind any woman can wear that skirt. So that's I, and something why you can appreciate it. That was going to be, you know, my next point is that it yeah. appeals to the mass yeah. of the yes. market. And that is where you want to be. It's sometimes safe to be there, but also, you know, that's what sells. So yeah. as a designer, if you want longevity... You need to appeal to the mass, you know, or else if... And weren't it, you all relieved when the model came out and she didn't have some stupid jacket on from that beach Oh, my mat? God. Oh. Well, I was actually... I was kind of excited to see someone make a jacket from the... But I think what he did was beautiful. But how often do you wear a jacket... During the day True. to the beach. Who you said beach is only during the day? I know. You could do I, a bonfire at night. A bonfire? Ooh. That's a whole other... <laughs> that's where Asha's girl will be yeah. yes. partying her rave. <laughs> during her... It's at night. Yeah. Her rave oh, on the beach. Asha and Michelle's girls are going to be partying at night at the beach together. I, I was relieved to see Sam... Um, Working a little bit more uh, with the fitted look. Yeah. You, you know, we've seen him do the overlay and the big, uh, you know, shirts, the dresses. So I was, you know, really glad to see him go towards a sexy but classy look at the same like time. Like embracing the female form as opposed to, it seems sometimes straight, his mm-hmm. concept, which is nice. And He's embracing the curves a little yeah. bit more. Yes. Yeah. And I love that the bikini top was made from a beach umbrella. Or was it a chair? A chair. It was I got a, it wrong. Yes. <laughs> well, I love that he used that to make the bikini top instead of something that may have been easier. I, I definitely agree. But, you know, in the beginning, he was going with this jacket, which was completely hideous. I'm sure if he finished it, it would have been. <laughs> Tell it, us how you really feel. It might have been uh, okay. But even Mondo gave him, he said he gave him this scrap it look. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, girl. So he's like, you got to get rid of it. So Mondo felt like he was playing it safe. He was in the safe zone. So he had to poke him a little bit and hurt his feelings to get him to change his design. Because I know he's capable of it. But having just graduated or come out of school, he's scared to experiment a little bit. A little apprehensive. Yes. So... Mm -hmm. I think choosing the the mentor was really crucial for him. He's a little gun shy. Oh, <laughs> really? That, that was good. That was good. See what I did that there? That was good. That okay. Funny. <laughs> well, Sam, you got to call in so we could ask you all these questions we yeah. have for you. But he chose the, uh, he had a bikini, striped bikini uh, top with the pleated skirt. It was and knee it length. it was like a circle skirt. Yes. I would say. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and it had blue stripes. I don't even know what he used to to make the stripes. So oh, I'm guessing I think, it was I the didn't chair. Love that. I think it was like Piping. the outside, the line of that mat mm-hmm. from a second mat. He like cut it up and made like a print out of it. Okay, but. Yeah, we will. I didn't love the... Did not. It, it didn't... It was a little bit distracting yeah. for the eye. And it seemed like it didn't have a cohesive because pattern. It already, like, it just... It's put random. It in, yeah, it was a little too random He already for me, had the, the belt. It mm-hmm. was like a white and blue stripe belt around the, the waist. So I think he should have just left it at that. And Although, then maybe had the bottom of the skirt just have the blue... The uh, piping at the bottom. Yeah, instead of all over. But do you feel if he did not put those blue stripes on it, it would have looked too much just like a beach mat? Maybe. It it, it might have added an element to it. Mm-hmm. it he was trying to, I think... Distract. Oh, and I think we can go ahead go ahead <laughs> and... Re- why don't we just say right now that he got the Benefit Cosmetics bonus prize. It's like a secret award that they didn't tell them they were going to be going for. But it was for the most fun-loving look. Yes, and it was $1,000 he mm-hmm. received <laughs> from the... The benefit bonus, so yes. it definitely was fun and free-spirited. Yeah, I like that. Okay, so who can we get to next? Next we have Blake. So Blake used... Uh, oh, oh my God. That, oh, no. They just looked like... It was it place like placemats that were kind of glued in and... What were they? What were what they? What was it? Yeah. He had, uh, I just, I just wrote <laughs> shipwreck. Okay, I, you're like disaster. Blake's Sorry, dress Blake. is, Sorry. Blake's dress is a dinner party at the beach with the place settings on the dress. Yes. So she's ready for people to it's just like eat It's like that concept of the girl lays down and you eat sushi, sushi. off her. It's, it's that. This is like more sanitary <laughs> because like there's sand. You're just going to eat off of the girl's and dress again, all night. And again, I feel like him and Asha <laughs> copied off of one another. I don't know who made the skirt first. But yeah. again, that flower. Stop making that flower. I hate that well, flower. Well, and I don't like it because it's not something that they actually did themselves. They're just taking something that was previously yes. made and just... Slapping it on. So I felt like his, even though it's not so St. John, but his was the grandma version of St. John. <laughs> Hers was the, yeah. yeah. Okay. I see that. Okay. <laughs> We're not trying to be too mean. <laughs> Blake, but I, he copied I liked... a little bit of everyone. He had the belt like Oscar and he had. Maybe he got again, a little I, lost. I don't know who had what first, so I'm right. not, not going to say anything. But he was nice enough to give Oscar his one of the fans. Fan, so. His Rafia fan. Yes, definitely thankful for that. And next we have Shan. Shan had a one-piece stripe, uh, blue plastic jump. It was a jumper, short jumpers, um, with ropes in the back. What did you guys think about that? I, I don't was, even. I liked it oh, until no. and I and then he turned around or she turned around rather, and I was like, wow, that's just those no, ropes on the back. No. I mean, I thought of all of the blue of all, everyone who used that material, which what that's also the beach balls kind yes. of. Yes. Um, I I I liked the it was fun versus like the, they called the other one a hooker. They called Michelle's a hooker. I think the judges said she looked a bit oh, wait- no. waitressy. Oh, so okay. I felt like Shan's was definitely beachy and young. I just I wrote but, down too naked, like which is weird because it's a beach party and people wear bikinis at the beach, but it just didn't feel like such a look. It felt kind of undone, like there was too much. I don't know. I think it's because the back was lacking something for me, and it felt like it was just kind of sitting on the model instead of really fitting her. I think it's that material because it's so stiff on the front, mm-hmm. and I just felt like the the shorts didn't fit right. There was like buckling in the front or what? Not buckling. 
like pinching. Like you, there were these mm-hmm. lines that made it look like it didn't fit right. And I just looked like looked like no. I thought <laughs> I thought it looked like more of a, an outfit that you would make for like a doll instead of for a person. It looked like a very It looked teeny. It looked yeah. like teeny as in like a teen would be wearing it, yes. I think. Teeny and bopper. Yeah. Like I could see, but that's what junior. I was thinking young, junior. Totally junior. a junior fit, junior look, not like a, an an adult woman. Okay. And it's yes. really sad to say that when I was going down um the list and I was trying to, you know, uh remember who had what uh, material it's very forgettable. His I outfit. forgot. I, what I it forgot was. what it was until I had to look down at my notes. I was yeah. like, "What? What did he design?" Well, I was so optimistic about his design in the workroom, and then that jumpsuit came out. And I was like, "Shan, what is that?" I don't know. It was. I was. But not then impressed. again, when we were watching, we said he went safe. He went. You know, he played the safe card right. because. He didn't I feel like that's an outfit just... that you could see made of jean on Venice yeah, made of you jean know, Boulevard. Denim. Well, you know, like <laughs> someone walking around, I could see them wearing that at the beach, some version yeah. of that exact yeah. pattern. I think we all agree that so, we didn't have he, any comments. Like, we were no. all neutral with the look. He just played it safe. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right, moving on. So the next, uh, we have Stephanie. Okay. Stephanie had... Um, oh. Did I not even write down? Uh, Stephanie had melted plastic. Oh, I didn't write it down because it's so awful. (laughs) So Stephanie had melted plastic lace, and she uh, the critique that she received from the judges was that it was too uh, crafty. Yeah, that was I wrote down crafty as well before they said it. Too (laughs) like a doll. You know, as you said, like you would dress a doll. That's something that you would make for your doll to. Dress your doll in. Yeah, it was in. Or when you're you know, like a kid and you're like at home, like with a glue, super glue gun with your mom, and you're making like a. You're gonna bedazzle it. Yeah, it felt a little. <laughs> it felt home arts and crafts yeah. time. Girl Scouts, like here we go. Let's make a skirt. Let's put the plastic Hawaiian lays that you got from your trip. And it's it was really interesting because a lot of people use the word crafty. Even Oscar said it's too crafty. Yeah. The judges mentioned the same thing as well. Uh, so what she, they were trying to say is crappy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she had a two-piece, um, and it was a skirt with a crop jacket top. Like a vest. Wasn't yes. there a vest and a shirt under? It was like a three-piece. I was piece. trying to see if it was together or if it was separate, but I couldn't tell. Well, I don't even know if it matters. Exactly. Sorry, sorry. To be, well, to be positive of saying something positive, this, the shape of the skirt was, was good. It was cute and flattering. The would be again flattering on like a lot of people. But the which judges is a great thing. were upset that she didn't use um, more different than one material. Thing. She had um, she had constructed uh, the skirt and then she just like put the plastic applique kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like it was a mat. Like, Iron on. I think of glue gun. It seemed yes. like it was like glue, like glue stick, glue. Stick. <laughs> yeah. It was. It's not. A look that I want or a designer that I want moving forward because I want to see, you know, people really fighting to win this thing, to win the challenge. I feel like she just went with one idea and just, I think it could have been so much better if she just did the skirt like that and did a whole different top. The top, if the top would have been a different fabric or rather, I guess, material. Material. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that Mm -hmm. would have been something to make it special. Then maybe Mm -hmm. it wouldn't be so, it had a tackiness to it. Exactly. And, you know... What else was I going to say about these Hawaiian ladies? I just felt like she she gave up when she made this dress. I, I just feel like... It, I, well, the other thing I was going to say is I don't think Nick gave her good advice. I think uh, the mentors really stepped back 
um, you is, know, from last episode and this one as well, because they've been so involved. Mm-hmm. And as Anya mentioned, she says this is their challenge. She she mentions to uh, Tim that they didn't have anyone, Tim, going into the sh- uh, their workroom every 45 minutes and giving them advice on how to construct their dress, what to do, what to use. So at the end of the day, they need to step up as designers and really use their own Intuition. Um, intuitions, well, but also stick to uh, their original look. And this is about halfway through the season, so I think they're saying, well, here we have our top eight. Let's see what they can handle right. at this point. In a way, I feel like the des- uh, the mentors might be handicapping their designers uh, by giving them advice. So well, you don't really know how they're going to take it. Some some might get uh, inspired by it and say, okay, I'm going to, like, for example, say I'm an Oscar. I'm going to change my look. I'm going to do something different. But then another designer might, you might confuse them, you know, depending on what advice you give them. So at the end of the day, a designer needs to stick to um, their intuitions of what they want to design. If you come in and give your own... However, then when, for example, Oscar, he totally changed his idea after Nick came in and talked to him. Well, that's what I'm saying. But it became incredible. Any good artist, if they stick to their intuition and stick to their, what they believe it's going to be better because it's going to be their vision. But if, you know, like before in a prior episode when Nick had been so manhandling how, you know, yeah. his team would create their project, it wasn't their project. So it wasn't their true talent wasn't shining through. And I think that that's absolutely true for any kind of artist, but specifically with these designers, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If, if, they're men- if their mentors are all over it, then you're going to look at that and say, oh, that's not... Oscar's work, that's uh, that's Nick's work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, well, that first episode, a lot of the dresses look like Nick dresses. However, well, yeah, well, they've come a on, long way. They've come a long way. Let's talk about Oscar. What did our he use? last designer, who's Oscar. Yay. Oscar used <laughs> uh, Raffia fans. And, uh, he and that's had, it, right? Phenomenal. Yes, that was it. He Amazing. So, in the no, beginning, please. let's wow. just more. like wow. Let's just say that he started off with two outfits. People aren't yeah, even done with that's one. True. Which one's that? And good? he has two outfits ready for the the mentors to come in, look around, and they're like two what outfits. There were two bad. Yeah. Um, but I think he was nervous because mm-hmm. there is very high expectations of him, and the bar has been set so high yep. that he set for himself. And it's just like there's no going back. He needs to prove That's himself. That's great, though. That's good for him. I'm I'm so excited to see what will be next, though. So he was trying to, you know, have two different looks. So he <laughs> could go either way, depending on what they liked. But he ended up changing it completely. And he, were, he was using those Rafia fans, one on each side of the model's waist, that... Could have been successful. It could have but, been cool. But actually, with the, yeah. the other fabric that he was using in the middle, it did not it felt have a, a good effect. It felt very um, traditional Asian exactly. flair or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, Which, you know, just the construction, the, the fit of it, and the belt. Um, you know, it was a mini dress, but it was so couture. I just put oh, a you wow. Mean what he ended up doing, yes. Yes. Oh. Yes. I just, um, all my words are just wow. Right. I, I'm, I'm amazed with everything that he did. And, for well, the Rafia, the fans, it doesn't have any stretch, but it fit amazingly perfectly. on the model. And you know, you could see Excess- her curves. He accessorized yeah. it just right with that darker brown belt. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It needed a belt. Yeah, and it did. It when, needed that. Even when the model turned around, the the, uh, the straps, detail and the straps, incredible. We're like, wow, gorgeous. Like Oscar 
That's amazing. And well, and I think it's funny, though, when you talked about saying, like, oh, well, some of, like, with Natalia, say, the knit that she did and the shape, you know, it wasn't that great. And that was okay because of the material. Well, look at this material that he had and the fit that he was able well, to. I mean, that's mind blowing. He like, he set the bar so high for yeah. everyone else that there's no excuses. Yeah. For- I mean, his model looked like she was going to like the Grammys. I well, mean, I could see or, her shopping on Rodeo. Like, yeah, she exactly. absolutely was like, she was a girl that's, and he it did say that. He's like, she's a socialite. She's, so it fit within the his, California girl his concept, girl. his mm-hmm. girl, but maybe not, you know, the girl that's when, the Malibu oh. type of girl. <laughs> yeah, when, when Oscar's girl goes to California, this is what she wears. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, he designs from Miami, so they have beaches out there yeah, too. Yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I actually wrote down Ports 1961. Yep. It was very like, Safari chic. I wrote St. John. I don't know what that move Escada. I just did was. I was like, I, I, I love it. I have no words for oh, him yeah. except that I love it. Oh, I used to do a Escada. Used to, yeah. So, showroom. Right off the top, um, we have Shan and Blake who are safe. <laughs> and they play the safe card, so it was not surprising that they would be safe from the beginning. Anya's people. Anya's They're both safe. Exactly. Um, so we have Stephanie and uh, also Michelle who are on the bottom two. Um, and surprisingly, Natalia wait, is safe. Safe again. But I was going to add one more thing before we get to the result. Earlier in the episode, Tim Gunn said that we will eliminate one or two of you. Yes. Yes. So ooh. there was suspense oh. on the oh no. So when they called the- out Michelle and Stephanie, I was like, oh god, are they both leaving? Because Michelle did not deserve to leave. Well, Not with her I, you body know, I'm, I'm sure in the beginning they wanted to put it out there, but at the end, you know, they don't know people's results until they see it. So right. they just wanted to have room in case, in case they did two eliminate people two people because two episodes uh, ago they saved, they kept two of the designers. They didn't mm-hmm. eliminate anyone. So they have one extra that they've been carrying on. Mm-hmm. So depending on, you know, how many episodes they mm-hmm. um, they've already set that they're going to shoot, you know, it really depends. They might eliminate two people next episode. Or they might have a bigger group in the finale than they planned. Probably. That is possible. That might be a little bit crazy, but... (laughs) uh, So out of Stephanie, from Stephanie and Michelle, Stephanie is eliminated... And I think Mondo, that was pretty not a surprise. Yeah, yes. I mean, we, we really, agree with that decision like, that was for the good, judges. Good decision. And yes. Mondo gets to decide the winner between Sam and Asha, and he chooses Sam. I agree with that too. Yay! Yes. Yeah, I agree. He did with that a great too. job. He deserves it. It was but gorgeous. I was still shocked that Oscar didn't win. I was too, but being that you know, this is what I said kind of at the beginning here is that. There were the constraints of the beach situation, and being that it's not a beach vibe totally for Oscars, even though it was absolutely hands down my favorite piece, I can I can see why Sam would take that. So, you know, we have all the designers. They're great. Uh, do you guys have um, any predictions you want to get into so we could talk a little bit uh about uh, Allison and her website and all the great things that she's doing. Yes. Okay, so go, Amanda. What's your prediction for next episode? Okay, so Sam played it safe this week, but I think he could end up back on top next week. And I think the person who might be in some trouble is either going to be Natalia or Blake. Okay. Could be in trouble next time. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with Natalia and Blake as the two that could be in trouble. I think, I think Natalia's strong, but she's kind of like a one-trick pony a bit. And unless she starts switching it up. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, I think those are all great predictions. I'm going to just go with who I want to see uh, go to the top, which would be oh. Oscar, Sam, and, uh, you know, I, I really want to see more of Asha. Yeah. I'm just a little bit scared of if she's able to step out of her comfort zone. But we'll see until next episode. So, Allison, um, thank you so much for coming in, first of all. Yay, thanks for having me. It was so fun. And, (laughs) you know, our viewers, uh, you know, some may know you and some may not. Uh, Where, what have you done that, you know, some, some of our viewers may know you from? Well, and since Amanda, like, and so, and this uh, Amanda, is we've known each other for, for a, a long time, time, long time now. Back in the day in New York yeah. and LA, oh. and uh, <clears throat> I know that Allison is a fantastic actress, but back in the day she did Project Runway season two. Yeah, so these Under the I Gun did. and Project Runway fans will recognize her. I season. did. It was uh, it was awesome. And who was your designer? Um, I actually had two. I had John Wade, and okay. um, and this is why you talk about like oh, is reality scripted? And um, he was eliminated in in that because it was kind of the beginning of the show. Um, we were eliminated as models with our designers, and um, I, you know, I guess they liked me, and I was talkative and whatnot. So they're like, <laughs> why don't we bring her back? So they brought me back, uh, and then I was with Raymundo, Raymundo. who I adore, Balthazar. who is amazing. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, and then we—I only lasted a few more episodes because he was eliminated soon after. So, but you know, it was definitely one of those lessons where I'm like, oh wait, it's not totally real. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> let's talk about some uh, new projects you're working on. Yeah, yeah. And please. you know, I know you've been doing modeling, but your uh, main focus is more acting. Yeah. Well, correct? I have been doing. You know, I started modeling when I was like uh, 14, and uh, I. But my degree is in theater, and I had. You know, have always. I guess. When I was young, I realized, oh, I could become an actor. And I had done plays and things like that when I was a kid. Um, so it's been it's been an amazing journey. But right now I'm on a show called uh, The Haves and the Have-Nots. It's okay. on the Oprah Winfrey Network. Um, it airs Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. And uh, you should all tune in and watch it because it's pretty awesome. Tell, <laughs> us, tell us more about character Maggie Day. Uh, I play a campaign advisor mm-hmm. who, um, John Schneider is, there's kind of these two patriarchal families. Um, John Schneider, who had been the original Beau Duke in the Dukes of Hazard, uh, plays oh, yeah. this guy running for governor, <laughs> right? And it's so funny because I actually did an episode of CSI I've done all the CSIs, but it was um, CSI. You say that like it's no big deal. Well, <laughs> I mean, the CSI. <laughs> yeah. But, um, and and that's I had, amazing. I had played his wife in CSI like a year and a half ago or two years ago. So it was really cool to get this job and be working with him again. Just because, as you know, when you show up on any kind of set or any situation and there's someone you know, like tonight, I was like, yay! yay! <laughs> you know, you get excited. Yeah. They're like, it's like, Reunion. okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, um, so I'm playing a campaign advisor and he's running for governor and um, it has a soapy quality to it. So there are some, there's some dramatic twists that happen later that I can't totally talk about, but Ooh, I do pull scandal. Some, I do pull some shady moves <laughs> later on, but, um, what is your yeah. favorite character to play? Um, I like, 
being the bad girl. I it's funny as you kind of build your way in television at least you kind of start as the victim and then you become the killer and the killer's way more fun. I mean always like way more interesting. Way I like being like a badass. I've never like, heard that before that oh. you start as the victim and become the killer. Well kind of in because the, you're like, innocent. Well, <laughs> and no, you progress. I think it's like the the sizes of the of the roles. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They they get progressively larger and usually if you're the victim well you die. It's like scene so, one, you're killed. Yeah, okay. yeah, so then you know when you're the killer they have to like figure out if you're the killer. So usually you get interviewed a couple times and you try to play innocent and, you know. So fun. you talked about, you know, growing up and being in plays, being in theater. Mm-hmm. Where did you grow up? Uh Pennsylvania. Oh. Near Erie, Pennsylvania. It's a super small town called Edinburgh. And then I went to college in Pittsburgh. Um and I started going to New York and spending my summers in New York when I was uh, 15, actually. I went to Toronto first to start modeling, which is super weird. That, wow. Like, I was like, oh, I'll go to Canada and be a model. <laughs> like, why not? <laughs> it's I met, not that far away I, from New York. It's not, no. I met a guy who um, was my first agent, and that was kind of, he placed me there. So that was well, how that's a good smaller market to begin Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was. Yes. And so. we have your website up. It's uh, com for anyone that wants to check Check out uh, Allison's website and see what she's working on and what she's done. Uh, she has her resume is huge, Ooh. so we're not even going to go if into. If I could whistle, I would whistle, but I don't know how. So w- we've seen what you've done. What is your uh, future goal? What do you want to do? Well, you know, I have a really good girlfriend of mine, uh, and I started creating uh, about a year ago. We kind of had a weekly meeting of like, what do you want to make? What do you want to do? She's a phenomenal actress as well, and um, so we wrote a series that we are now kind of. Keep making happen. We're, you know, shopping it at this point, but we've shot a teaser and we have this incredible package. And um, a very good friend of mine is a phenomenal writer, so he obviously came on board and we would have these sessions and he penned the whole thing. I did not. Pen it. <laughs> so I, you, I put in ideas. Can you divulge what, what that's called? Or uh, It's called Aaron's House. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's a Lynchian noir. That would Ooh. be how I would describe okay. it. Yeah. So, and it's got like a Burton vein. In it. Ooh. Wow. Oh, Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Okay. Yes. Tim Burton vein, <laughs> but like David Lynch noir, kind of like uh-huh. third, oh my like old dark noir Ooh. with yes. like a little Burton kind so of. So, like will you sprinkle. be producing it or you'll be cast in it? Um, I am in it and we. I am and also the creator it, of it. And so, yeah. Oh, triple yeah. threat. Triple threat. Hey, hats. Um, <laughs> and if you could give us also a little bit more insight into what is your acting technique? Like, what do you. Go into get into a character. Have so many. I have taken so many different, and I think this is what you have to do to be an actor. You have to learn about everyone's technique that's out there and try everything. And then sometimes something works for one role, but it won't work for another. And sometimes you don't even have to do anything. You just read something, and you're like, "Oh, that just speaks to me as who I am." And I don't need to do anything at all because everything falls into place Mm -hmm. Um, and other times you have to say like okay this is so far away from me I have no idea what this is how can I um, how can I connect to it because there's always something that you connect to and as a human you understand another human and there's there's like that's what you hook into and I think that's what people like and see because it's a universal truth. There's universal truth in everything. Definitely. Well, Allison, yeah. we are hooked into you. Yay! <laughs> and I am going to be watching 
The Haves and the Have Nots, the Tyler Perry Show on the Oprah Winfrey Network, Tuesdays at 9 p.m. And our uh, fans got to see your website, but where else can they find you on the social media? Um, I am on Twitter at Allison McAtee, and I have an official fan page, um, Allison McAtee, official fan page. What about Instagram? You know, not on Instagram yet. (laughs) I know, I need to, like, get on that, but I'm not there yet, so... Yeah. And MK, where can we find you? Why, why don't you go first? So I oh, I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> well, you guys can find me, Amanda Fields, on Instagram and Twitter, at The Runway Queen. And uh, you guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at RealMK, also at GQJedi.com. But don't forget to go to iTunes, YouTube, AfterBuzzTV.com, rate, comment, give us five stars. And thank you guys so much for watching us. We will see you next week for another episode of Under the Gun. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 